0: Tonight, I can report to the American people and to the world. I know the human being and fish can coexist peacefully.
1: We were able to be all these things and do all these things because we were informed by great men, men who were revered.
0: All men and women created by the goal. You know the You know this. It's going to say you want free speech. Let's see you acknowledge a
1: man whose words make your blood boil, who's standing center stage and advocating at the top of
0: his lungs that which you would spend a lifetime opposing at the top of yours. You want to claim this land as the land of the free? Now show me that. Defend that. Celebrate that in your classroom. Then you stand up and sing about the land of the free. Which do you like more, Congress or lice? <laughs> Well, we like lice. Here's my eight words people need to stop redefining. Hate, victim, hero, shame, violence, survivor, phobic, and white supremacist.
1: That America's leading industry is still the manufacture, distribution, packaging, and marketing of bullshit.
0: So, let's start a cast. So, Sean, Sean, make this real easy and simple for you. There's a word bouncing around the internet right now, and I'd like to hear your thoughts about it. What are your thoughts on amnesty? Oh, those stupid fucks. (laughs) Don't.
1: Oh. God. Okay. All right. Let me. Let me. For those of you who are perhaps not uh, aware of it or, or didn't see it or are not affected by it. What, whatever the case, let me explain to you. Let me back up a little bit to earlier this week, happier times, uh, before this article came out from The Atlantic. And uh, this, this, uh, I think she's a college professor or something like that, wrote. Uh, Which basically wrote, means
0: that she's an, an idiot these days.
1: I'm not going to particularly argue that statement. Um, I think that's pretty self-evident when you see the kind of crap that comes out of some of their mouths. Okay. But uh,
0: I, I won't go so far as to say that she as a college professor is an idiot, but I will say that I have had a my experience with academia within the past decade or so is that there is a distinct lack of connection with how the real world functions. I
1: understand about political ideology. I understand about... Idealism and and trying right. to have thought experiments about how things should work and how people should be, totally get it. And that's really – some of, of – and I truly do believe this. Some of college is what that's for and, and to have those experiments and, and understand – the value of things and the value of decisions that we make on how we treat government and citizens and people and and all the rest of that that's those are thought experiments that are should be had for young americans and really young anyone but but young adult people should go through all of those those processes and thought experiments absolutely 100% true my issue comes lately with They are exceedingly one-sided and very naively idealistic. Allow me to
0: quote Nick Fury. We deal with the world as it is, not as we wish it to be.
1: this uh, This is pretty close. And as we go through those types of things, we come across statements like this uh from the atlantic uh which came out and i think it was last week as we're recording this hopefully we are recording this
0: oh, no no um, i checked we are
1: yeah <laughs> it just occurred to me i'm like oh maybe we see
0: um hey, hey just, just because i have a history of forgetting i mean come on <laughs> <laughs>
1: so six days ago as this is being recorded Um, there was an author, uh, Katie Martin, uh, who, who is also a college professor somewhere. I can't remember where, or no, Emily Oster. Uh, that's who wrote it. Uh, Emily Oster says, let's focus on the future and fix the problems we still need to solve. Let's declare a pandemic amnesty. Now, um, (laughs) basically she was like look uh we we all can't be held responsible for those dark times during the beginning of covid where we didn't we didn't know anything
0: but but see that's not the the part that people want to hold people responsible for it's not the dark times at the beginning when we didn't know anything it's the darker fucked up times when we started to know things and people didn't want to hear it
1: yeah i'm not um i don't blame anybody at least personally i don't blame anybody for the for For like January to like May, I don't blame anybody for their actions then because we really didn't understand what was happening. We knew things were happening. It was real. It was not real. It was this. It was that. You know, this helps. This does. We didn't honestly know. And I don't blame anybody, you know, for for the actions that they took during that five month period. From the time we first heard about it coming out of China, yes, it did come from China, uh, yeah, for, to when it spread across the world and people were dying and, and all that stuff. I don't blame anybody for their decisions, their points of view or anything during that time. Let me just be perfectly clear about that. That's not the dark times that I hold people or, or, or willingly hold people accountable for. The problem I have is after that, when we started to have the shots come out, when we started to understand who was really getting sick and who wasn't and what dangers were and what increased risk was and what wasn't and who was really at risk versus who isn't and what really helps and what doesn't. And all of that stuff was kind of bubbling to the surface finally because we had enough data and enough experience to see what was actually happening. And what was done... At that point, there was a there was a turn in that whole pandemic mess that we took as as a world, but especially as a country where we decided somewhere to let a certain group of people run the asylum. And when that happened, shit got out of hand. Right. And for the next year after that, after the shots after and I'm notice I don't call it a vaccine because it's fucking not one okay it's a really effective flu shot it is not a vaccine a vaccine means you're done like like polio there's no more polio
0: right well, yeah I mean an advisor actually flat out admitted that they never even studied whether or not it would actually stop you from getting it
1: right you know and as it turns out it doesn't um, there were so many lies told. To the American people over and over and over again that and, were and then knowing lies
0: and I'll interrupt and throw in the fact that not only are they knowing lies, but then if anybody looked around and went, you know, this doesn't sound right. Next thing you know, they were unemployed and had no friends. Lost their home, deplatformed, yeah,
1: platform. shunned. You know, in some cases they tried to take your business. They they tried to do all kinds of stuff. They 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 stopped just short of saying they were jailing somebody, but I'm sure it happened somewhere. Well, that was discussed. All right. Oh no, and they still would love to do that. Uh, when. When you got that asshole Fauci on TV just literally lying to us from the word go and everybody taking his word as gospel and then them hiding behind the truth. And now that we know the things that they say, like once we finally got enough steam behind us that that we kind of said, hmm, this really isn't true. And we're starting to come to grips with who exactly lied to us and how that was, and how how many people knew that they lied to us and that the things that they were saying were not true. Now we're starting to suggest that, hey, you know what? Forgive and forget. There's no apologies here, by the way. Not even. There's just my bad. Yeah, none of that. Just, oh, you know what? Um, you should, you should, we should just move on.
0: And, and, no. and, and not to mention that in California, you can still lose your medical license if you're not following that same script. That is bullshit.
1: Yeah. If you're one of those those people who did that and who actively chased down people, you know, who are, are online or, or bullied people over this, fuck you. Okay.
0: <laughs> and send email if you would like. I don't really give a shit. Um, Gentlemen, soapbox it... at gmail.com. please. We'd love to hear it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, I'm, uh, I'm I'm serious. If you, if you really want to try to call us an asshole for for not really wanting to live and let live on the the, the amount of fear that was generated on bullshit. Uh, and then verifiable only, bullshit it, n- the and way. then not only that when people tried to verify the fact that it was bullshit to basically destroy the lives and livelihoods of anybody who even questioned the bullshit um if you if you have a reason that you want to that you want to explain that we shouldn't feel this way we would actually really like to hear it not to even not even to basically call to call you out on it maybe we're missing something
1: yeah for all those people who who tried to, like masks, uh, they they went out and admitted, yeah, masks don't actually do anything.
0: Ah, oh, really? We, we had no idea. And yet you still need to wear one
1: someplace. And yet you still, like, you still got these Karens and shit like that and these assholes out there going, you gotta wear a mask, you know, like, you're killing your children, you're killing your grandparents, you're killing, you know. You still got those people. And... And honestly, the media, you know, fuck you, too. You know, CNN, MSNBC. Actually, like,
0: I'll put them right underneath Fauci. I'll put the media next in yeah. line for needing a good kick in the nuts.
1: Because they've been living off that fear porn for the last two years. Honestly, they really have. Uh, I mean, it's it, the, the modern cable news and, and network news is a failing industry and it's a failing business model. And they kept themselves alive on Trump for the last couple of years or, or for, you know, the, the the of the last six years, they kept themselves alive on Trump for four of it. And the last two have been COVID. And you know what? No, <laughs> it's it's stupid and it's over. And the fact that they really and, and if you want to know how guilty they actually are. Go look at how willing how willing they are to talk about some of this stuff now, because now that we have the numbers and we know for a fact,
0: well, it, it, what it's, stops it's it's the funny. Spread. I I actually heard on one of the I don't even remember which one I had on because I rotate through them just until I get sick of one of them and then move on to the next. Sure. Um, one of them was actually having this entire like panel discussion. What do we do about TikTok? you know i I mean we 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 don't know what sort of information tiktok's putting out there we don't know what kind of information you're putting out there dickhead yeah yeah you want to point the finger at tiktok really a bunch of 16 year
1: old girls dancing and a bunch of old people trying to look like they're younger that's the one you want to get a hold of you know, I, I I love the fact that that they think the world's ending because Elon Musk bought Twitter. I love that. I really do. You know, now <laughs> now that it's no longer a a, a, a you, democratic uh, and liberal wait, mouthpiece.
0: Wait, wait a minute, did you see the meme my sent you with AOC? Yeah, <laughs> putting her hair up in a ponytail, going got eight <laughs> dollars.
1: <laughs> right. You know, like I I.
0: Well, that was that was the the other one. I'm I'm sitting here listening. about. you know, I I was listening to this whole thing be uh, earlier uh, in the week because um, I'm really starting to get into trying to figure out how they're normalizing political violence. Um, it just it's just becoming one of those things, and uh, it it goes into a lot of the Paul Pelosi thing, which. You know, that you, do, do you want to talk about misinformation and, and bad information. You can't listen to any given network and have any clue what the fuck happened. But. Oh, I had a direction on this one. <laughs>
1: <laughs> like,
0: wait, wait, I knew I was going somewhere. Um, I completely lost my train of thought on that one.
1: He's so incensed he cannot remember where he's going.
0: Sorry, folks, I've been sick this week. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but it's it, it is true. I mean, it's they're they're losing their minds over over. And I love I love it. It depends on what media outlet you're listening to, who is going to to sweep the elections, right? Because as this is recorded, it is the weekend before general elections for the midterm right
0: well it it doesn't matter who you're listening to somewhere along the lines somebody is threatening democracy right and it doesn't matter which side you're on which is how you know it's all bullshit right the
1: the the democrats are saying oh it's going to be the democrats are clearly you know everyone's concerned about this and the glamocrats are going to sweep it and it's going to be great and we're leading by five ten points whatever it
0: is well the democrats are trying to basically say that if you ever vote for a republican again you're going to destroy democracy that 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 really the oh, the only party we should have is is democrats because we're fighting fascism do you know what a one-party system is called fascism. uh
1: I, I i've heard <laughs> tell it's called fascism uh well and and the Republicans are just as bad. They're saying, "Look, we're trying to fight this this Democratic ineptitude, and and they're ruining the economy, and they're going to destroy the country and everything." Like both, either one of them are saying that it's going to be a huge sweep, and their side's going to win. Both sides are saying this, and as far as I can tell, just like last election, it's right up the middle.
0: Well. I... I mean, supposedly democracy is on the ballot, um, it, uh, and just just the bullshit that's coming out. And it's coming from both sides, you know. Uh, uh, Trump, uh, not Trump. Uh, Biden is out there saying that he is um responsible for the increase in pay that people get for Social Security this year, when really what he's doing is is claiming credit for the the law that Richard Nixon signed into law that said that. Social Security should be increasing along with the cost of living, and he increased the cost of living. Therefore, you're getting more Social Security. Hmm. Got to love Weird. the circular logic on that one.
1: Yeah. Uh, meanwhile, you've got the Fed raising rates by, you know, 0.75 percent again, um, trying to say that. And, and I love the Fed going, you know what? Uh, it, it's uh, the the economy is controlled by wages, okay? We're that's not the only thing that attracts wages, and then they're like, "Well, wages have gone up, so we're gonna kick this sucker up," you know? And you're and you're like, "But you just you just
0: said that." But I mean, what? But, but but even then, you know, nobody can even blame the craziness that's probably about to come on anybody else because yes, we are probably about to elect a bunch of just right-wing psychotic crazy republicans not not republicans but the right-wing crazy psychotic republicans and do you know why we're about to elect them because the democrats thought they could beat the crazy ones therefore actually financially supported their their um primaries yeah
1: i'm just i i'm just saying it's you you're it's a lose-lose you know i uh, yeah.
0: But, but see, it's it's turned into such a convoluted, backwards, upside down, broken, just bullshit. It's kind of like, I, I, it, win or lose, we all lost come, uh, come next uh, Tuesday.
1: Well, and that's my problem, right? I, that's all of our problems, whether we want to admit it or not. It doesn't matter who wins in these elections, we lose. We lose. We're the ones who lose because it doesn't matter whether our country is headed up by republicans or democrats we they are still not they are not your friends and i keep trying to explain this to folks and they're just not getting it you know like these people aren't for you they and, aren't helping you. They and, don't care about you.
0: And, and unfortunately, this is not the point I was trying to make earlier that I completely forgot in the process of trying to make it. But with the normalization of political violence going on, I still think things are going to become increasingly violent.
1: See, I think that's the part that
0: actually scares them. Like, oh, Okay, now I remember my point. Um... <laughs> Good. All right. Jake no. and... <laughs>
1: Has remembered what his point was.
0: Hey, I've got notes. Right on. Uh, (laughs) No, what I was going to talk about is the fact that, you know, everybody's complaining about the villainization of political figures when they're acting like villains. Yeah. Yeah. Quit acting like a fucking
1: Bond villain, and maybe we'd stop treating you like one. You know, so it's, um, be-
0: it's becoming normal to, you know, everybody wants to get upset because a hippie beat the shit out of uh, Nancy Pelosi's husband, and nobody wants to talk about the uh, the guy, the, um, the one who shot the kid just because he happened to be a conservative. Uh, it, it, this is becoming a normal, average, everyday thing. If you disagree with someone, you can hate them enough to kill them.
1: Yeah, and that's motive. That's reason enough. Right. Um, I mean, just just
0: well, I think the other part about it is, is that you're what you're seeing is, is that no matter whose side this the, the person's on that got uh, violently attacked is the other side is every bit willing and welcome just to make jokes about it and have a little, have fun at their expense. And what they're doing is is making it seem like it's OK to do this. This is why I walk around armed on a day to day basis.
1: And I think it's one of the only thing like I I think at the back of their minds, the back of their minds, there's there's two like like the, the the D.C. politicians are at war internally on one side. They are acutely aware that they can pretty much do whatever they want and there will be no consequences. You could argue that but realistically it's true. There are no consequences for them. The worst case is they have to wait a little while before they get what they want or they get defeated in this battle but next time, we'll get them next time. You know, like they it it and the rules do not apply to them. So they're acutely aware of that. <laughs> which on is why
0: second. which is why we still have Hillary Clinton running around. Right.
1: Uh, <laughs> I hate her. Uh, they're aware of that. Power and money breeds we don't have to worry about your your consequences at all. They can do whatever they want with pretty much impunity. But realize what I said is pretty much. I think at one point, all the D.C. politicians after 2020, 2021 have realized there's a tiny, teeny, teeny, tiny little voice in the back of their heads that that every once in a while you'll see it pop up and you'll see the actual fear Of they could rebel. (laughs) They They could actually come for us with pitchforks and torches if we go too far.
0: That's why they freaked out about January 6th.
1: Right. That came close to See, that's the part that came. That's why they keep harping on it, because it was the first time they'd ever seen real consequences for the bullshit that they're doing. And even though it really wasn't that bad, and it really wasn't
0: that... It it could have been a hell of a lot worse than it was, because one of the things that you actually, the people who want to look at it realistically realize, is that everybody wants to call it an armed insurrection. It wasn't. Yes, there there were some people there who did happen to have weapons in their car. But I promise you, considering the fact of which political leanings that these people had, that at least 75% of them owned an Mm AR-15. And you didn't see one there. The, they uh, could have stormed that with AR-15s. And, and killed didn't. everyone there. And they did. could have killed everybody in
1: the Capitol building that they stormed. All of them. Every one of them. They were in the same room. Okay? No. Um, but the, I think there's that tiny, teeny, tiny little... Now, most of it is I can do whatever I want. Fuck you people. You're not even real people. You're freaking sheep. Most of their thinking is that. But I'm telling you, there's this teeny, tiny little voice. They could rebel on us they could have a problem with it. there could be violence enough that i may personally have to deal with some of this crap and that's the part that they're going against or that's the part that the you know kind of the safety valve on this stuff is
0: is okay but but democracy and no violence because but you were asking these people about the the riots that were going on in 2020 and they were telling you that it was all rumor and conjecture even though you had it on videotape and yet when it happened to them this was a armed coup
1: that's how you know they're full of shit <laughs> so pick one either they were all armed you know, civil unrest and it was it was horrifying and riots and people died and it was it was it was to be condemned or it was a mostly peaceful protest you can't have like uh, the same thing like uh, no like, pick one. The only difference is this one happened to them. And I think you're correct, though. This one happened to them. And they went, oh, shit. I could actually be in danger. Like, I didn't understand. I, I didn't think anything I did had consequences to me. I'm important. I'm not a sheep. I'm not a peasant. You know, I, I think, I really think that's what this is. And any, any, Lip service that they pay to date. Hey, no, no violence, no violence. Don't be violent. Is them just going, uh, you know, I realized that one day somebody may figure out I'm committing treason. <laughs> <You know? laughs> then they may come for me. I don't want that to happen because I'm really comfortable betraying our future and and taking advantage of the people and i really would like to stay here i think that's really what we're looking at
0: okay do you want to hear my really really far-fetched completely unreasonable and probably not true conspiracy theory about the whole nancy pelosi thing cannot wait to hear it i think pelosi had him tried to have him attacked he's done enough shit with his drunk driving and he already made her enough money that she can blame on him that she just wanted to get rid of his ass
1: so she paid some hippie.
0: Yep. <laughs> As I said, probably Only untrue, because I know. No evidence which this is. I'm just saying this is where my brain goes.
1: <laughs> Only because I know Hillary Clinton exists do I think that that is plausible. <laughs> because Look, um, if there said... were ever peas in a pod. Hillary Clinton and Nancy Pelosi are there.
0: Well, we've said it before. I mean, for all the people who want to look at you and go, oh, it's a conspiracy theory. I tell you what, being a public figure disagreeing with Hillary Clinton is is not good for your health. It's weird how that happens, right? <laughs> and it's rather consistent.
1: <laughs> yeah. I'm very worried about two things. One is... Is we know we know that our current batch of politicians in the boomer category are crooked. We know they are. We know okay. they're lying to us. They know the ones that
0: are millennials typically tend to be morons.
1: Well, and here's where I'm going with this. Oh, okay. We know that the boomers are crooked and that they are future stealing shit stains, right? I like think we can all agree on that, and those who don't are either selling you something or the crooked shit stains themselves. Uh, however, or they've been so blinded by CNN or MSNBC or Fox or whatever it is that they just don't understand what truth is anymore. But anyway,
0: well, we and, know – we what, know... Was it that you, that you and Beef uh, called Tucker Carlson a chode? Yes. Yes, indeed, we did. I, I, yeah, I listened to that earlier today. By the way, considering how I've been talking today and how I generally do with podcasts, I'm going to apologize because I think my inability to find the next word has infected you.
1: Yes, it has. <laughs> yes, it has. Uh, so uh, given that you know what we know about the, the current class of political idiots, The ones that scare me even more are the people behind them, because they've learned a couple of things. One, that nothing they do really has any effect on them. And two, they can say and do whatever they want without consequences. So they have also learned. (gasps) Sean, you're talking about the deep state. That's a conspiracy. (laughs) I'm talking about what I see. <laughs> it's not the deep state. The deep state would be saying things that nobody, like like the people aren't seeing, right? Everyone sees this. <laughs> they've, they've already learned this. But one of the things that, like like you have earlier stated, is that they've learned that it doesn't actually take any intelligence to be in these positions. All you have to do is scream really loud, have enough money And you can do or be whatever it is that you want. Uh, But it's the people behind the boomers, like AOC and her squad, that are truly scary. Because once you get rid of this generation, this this current generation that's leading the country, once they all start dying off or get too old that they they just fall out of it or get burned or whatever it is that's going to happen to them, and you get a new crop of these assholes in here, it's gonna be even worse because not only are they stupid, which you could say a lot of stuff about some of the people who who cheat and lie to us now, stupid is not one of them. Um,
0: well no, it's not that they're stupid um, they think we're stupid right and they're not in part they're not really all that wrong
1: I, I worry I see videos online of of what our our current constituents are for millennials and Gen Z and it's just it it chills my soul to see. You know, like name three states.
0: <laughs> which which countries border the United States? Huh? Uh,
1: <laughs> India and South America. Yes. Uh,
0: uh, but, I I mean, like, but, but I think what you I think where you're going with this is the fact that you, what you end up doing is is you adding add in something that is under the circumstances rather dangerous, which is righteous indignation
1: yeah stupidity and righteous indignation coupled with ultimate power is not going to do our country any good and if you want to know the recipe for pushing people so far that they feel they have nothing left to lose it's those three so um i don't think we're there yet uh the the current crop of uh, independent losers who run our our country are um, and corporations who run our country are doing a fantastic job of consolidating power however when when it finally does turn over right because eventually people die right and and people step into that power vacuum this isn't going to be any prettier than it is currently. Like, you're waiting on these, oh, we'll get rid of these corrupt politicians, and it'll, then it'll get better. No, it won't. It's going to get measurably worse.
0: Well, there, there's only one possible saving grace to all this. And the worst part about it is, is it's one that everybody is complaining about lately. But it's one of those things that it's funny to listen to people talk about and, and realize that they don't understand. And all you have to do is talk to the people involved. And that is all of the people from South America coming across our border that they want to allow vote to vote because what's catching everyone by surprise is that these people are not voting liberal and more specifically, they're not voting woke.
1: No, because they've seen what happens in those in their and, respective countries. But, it,
0: but it's funny to watch the pundits actually sit there and try to figure out why.
1: Yeah. Cause they're like, clueless.
0: It, it's, it's kind of like, no, no, there's a real easy, simple reason why. Ask a Cuban person why they will not vote for somebody who's claiming to be a socialist or a communist.
1: Because they've lived at, through actual socialism.
0: Ask, a, ask somebody from Venezuela why they won't vote for somebody who's uh, claiming to be a socialist or communist.
1: You're a fucking idiot. You don't want anything to do with it. Uh,
0: look, look, I, I've I've literally – I told you the story before. I've told everybody here the story before. I actually work with a, uh, a physician that – grew up in east germany when the wall was still there and had somebody talking about socialism sitting in her chair and and working on them and basically stopped working on them to tell them that they were morons and that then you are a moron i have lived under this you do not want this you are a moron (laughs) but you
1: know do you know how i know that your statement is inherently untrue sir
0: no, no, please do.
1: Um, because Kamala Harris said just the other week that the border is secure and we weren't getting a lot of people over it, and that this is we don't have an immigration problem. She said that on national television, so
0: it must be true, sir. If if there is a more worthless shit stain of a human being <laughs> on the face of the earth than Kamala Harris, she said, uh, and I
1: try, I for one believe her. Our borders are completely secure, and we don't have masses of people from South America and Mexico <laughs> I, I, streaming over the border.
0: I actually think that somewhere along the line that this is now a drinking game or a contest or just a joke to see what they can get her to say.
1: I, I, dude, I, I am really looking for the alien in her head driving the robot body. Like, one day, her head's going to pop open on accident because he hit the hatch release or something, and you're going to see the little guy, like, in in, um, uh, Men in Black that's driving her (laughs) and going, oh, no, we've been exposed. Like, because the stuff that comes out of her mouth, you're just like, but, like, there's (laughs) – like I, I saw her there was a there was an interview once where she was given something about homelessness and the you know that it wasn't immigrants and that they didn't have that problem. And in the shot behind her was a tent city. And you're like, But but it's right there. <laughs> you know, like, it's it's literally right behind all you would have to do is like turn ninety degrees to one side and you could witness the fact that you're full of shit. But no. Uh that's that's not something she does. Uh, it's it's amazing to watch her, and I think she is. And I've said this many times, she is the best reason why nobody is interested in Biden being ejected from office.
0: Oh, they're already talking about it. She is the be-
1: oh, they'll talk. Everyone will talk about it, but no one will actually do it because there she is. She'll be there. It'll be President Harris. And then you will know that the end times have come. All right. That woman is the most useless fucking politician we have ever produced as a country.
0: And I'm not country... going to say
1: she's the most worthless human being. Oh, no. But she's but... the worthless politician.
0: And in a world that also involves politicians like Stacey Abrams, that's saying Absolutely. A lot. <laughs> I would I would go.
1: Let, let me put it this way. All right. I would go and be a campaign worker for AOC before I would ever publicly support anything that comes out of Kamala Harris's fucking face.
0: <laughs> you know, the, the, see, the thing is, is that AOC is obnoxious, but it's one of those things where she's she's that level of obnoxious. that You can tell that there's a brain there. I didn't well, say she was stupid. You no, know, but 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 it's it's so so. What I would love to do is sit down with her where no one else can hear, no nothing being recorded, and just basically do the do you, do. You, do you honestly, believe this shit. Let's look at some numbers, and just kind of even this stuff out, you know, and just talk about how this stuff actually works, and and, and then at least come out and admit to me that, you know, you. you that this is all just full of shit. That you're trying to get people to vote for you. I would at least have some respect for you if you told me that.
1: I yeah, maybe, maybe. Um, but I mean, like it, to me, it goes Kamala Harris and then Beto, right <laughs> under her, <laughs> right under her. You know, like that jackasses. is like I I did I did early voting. Um, I guess uh, Wednesday. I uh, I had some time and and I was uh, I was driving home because I was uh, coming home to to uh, get the girls from from their very it was raining pretty hard and I, I didn't want them to walk home from the bus in the rain and stuff and there was kind of thunderstorms and stuff so I'm like okay cool I got a little bit of time I'll stop by and see if there was any big lines or something like that at the early voting so I went in no lines at all I walked right in and and did my early voting thing and I'm not going to talk about how I voted or anything like that however I can. 100% tell you I did not vote for Beto O'Rourke, nor will I ever vote for Beto O'Rourke. I don't care if he's the only fucker on the ballot. I'm leaving it blank. I don't. None of I the would, above. Yeah, I, I would sooner vote for the removal of my left nut than vote <laughs> for Beto O'Rourke. <laughs>
0: Um, uh, well, I, I will admit I followed my, well, I, I actually sent in an absentee ballot because though I'm not going to be, I thought I was going to be out of town, uh, on Tuesday. Um, but I, I followed my, in my general voting scheme that I had done before, but then it, it had put some thought into it and realized that there's no reason to put thought into it. I simply voted against any incumbent now considering the fact that i live in a blue state that does mean i pretty much voted republican but that's neither here nor there i voted against every incumbent my general thought process is is as fucked up as it is uh, fire you and give somebody else a try you know
1: what i mean that's basically what we've been doing for a while can't do any worse no
0: no well, but then see that actually leads into something else that i i i heard last night i was listening to lewis black do one of his rants always a wonderful thing to listen to
1: absolutely
0: and what he was talking about was the fact that it, how the extremes on both sides not being willing to talk to each other has gotten so bad that really quite frankly the idea that we need an opposition to whoever's in power that that's 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 how democracy works that's how government works that anytime you if you do not allow for an opposition then what you have is a tyranny
1: interesting how that works isn't it however i don't think we're really we're really in a position to have that anymore. You know, I, I don't think there is an, there's no opposition. We have two sides of the same coin. We just have this farty stinky smelly or this short shitty smelly farty. You know, like it doesn't, It doesn't matter which side of it you're on. Both of them will
0: screw you. Democracy is coming to an end one way or the other in the next few elections, whether it's because one side gets in and decides that they're the only party or the other side gets in and just rigs everything. Mm. Either way, you still come up with the same answer on the other side. As much as they're both claiming that it's going to be the other person's fault, the only reason why it's going to be the other person's fault is because they have a different method than you do. (laughs) <laughs> I'm I mean, not sure. And, and, and you've got. I was listening to somebody the other day, you know, arguing about um, the the fact that oh my god, they they don't want checks. Uh, the other side, not no, whichever side. I don't even know what side that they were arguing on, whether they be Republican or Democrat, liberal or conservative. They were saying that the other side doesn't believe in checks and balances anymore. And it's kind of like, but no, the only people who actually believe in checks and balances are the ones that you're villainizing for actually performing checks and balances, which is the Supreme Court. And because the, the, you're looking at the Supreme Court and all the Supreme Court is actually doing is is checking and balancing, looking at somebody and saying, we're not telling you you can't do what you want to do, we're just telling you you can't do it this way, try again.
1: And they are really kind of – and when I say they, I mean the, the general people pushing all these agendas and everything like that. Nobody nobody will listen to what other folks are saying because you have both extreme ends of the spectrum screaming as loud as they can that democracy is ending because the other side gets attention, right? Well, so it, they're it, they're pushing everybody in the middle – which is where most of us live in some form or fashion. They're pushing us to, okay, your options is going to be really bad situation here or really bad situation here. You get to pick which one.
0: Well, and that's not, but, really but where even then, it's, it's where I worry about things becoming violent because then at the same time, what you got is either people making fun of, uh, Paul Pelosi or not even bothering to mention the fact that, you know, they caught somebody literally walking down the street to assassinate, um, uh, Kavanaugh. Uh, you know. <laughs> it doesn't matter which side you're on; it's it, somebody's trying to kill you.
1: My issue, I guess, is it's not. Or my my exception with that is really only the that it isn't bad enough for most Americans yet. If you really look through history and and look at rebellions and um, the overthrow or the toppling of governments, it it isn't we're not there to that point yet
0: see i um, I, I don't and, and that's actually in our lifetime not what i'm worried about what i'm worried about is is that for the average everyday person for violence to become whether it be political or otherwise just to become such a day-to-day norm that it it, it that it's just kind of like i mean because we're already on our way there
1: oh no i'd say we're already there
0: you know so, that is a norm but but, but at the same time but it, it, but it's not going to be revolutionary. It's going to be, I don't like you, therefore I kill you.
1: Yeah, and that's going to escalate a lot more. You're going to say, well, look at look at what we did. Look at what we did in the last couple of years. What we do? We defunded the police. Destroyed a few cities. Right, destroyed a few cities. Um, we have vilified anybody enforcing the law uh, because of the examples of a few bad actors. We have, um, we've defunded that ability in most urban areas. Now, some have held on to some, but but nobody's really reinforced the, the well, policing
0: situation. Not only that, in a good many of those areas, they're not even charging anybody for anything they arrest them for.
1: Right. So... So not only but but I mean that's just one side. Like that's the police have been removed. The political system behind that, which is like the DAs and the city policies and everything, have removed the punishments and the consequences for committing most nonviolent crimes and some violent crimes. So so now we have less people to enforce it and less rules regulating it, less consequences punishing it. Now, let's add into that um, political infighting, higher inflation than we've had since the 70s, Uh, Europe's in turmoil uh, because the, the global economy that they have built over the last 30 to 50 years. Uh, because the U.S. is withdrawing from some of that and no longer guaranteeing the safety of trade routes and some of the other things and pipelines and all that stuff, because we're no longer in that game or we're refusing to play that game, uh, China's having problems producing things. China is the factory of the world. Uh, they
0: Hey, we're, we're starting to pull some of our scientists and technicians out of China.
1: No, we're we're pulling a lot of them out of China. Uh, you think supply problems was an issue during COVID? You have no idea what's coming, okay? Um, we We have talking
0: about people who don't think it's a big deal that they're running out of diesel fuel.
1: Yeah, those fucking idiots. It's like they're like it's basically racist because only white supremacists drive diesel trucks. It's like. (laughs) you fuck uh, why can't have you never heard of amazon just have it delivered you don't need a truck it's like what do you think they drive w- fucking morons
0: i was I was watching a video of a guy in a cowboy hat i don't even know what state he was in he was sitting there going so i had a bunch of vegans the other day ask me why can't i why can't we simply grow protein uh based food in these same places where we graze cattle instead and he looks around through the camera pans it around and goes see this this is called a desert (laughs) because the only thing that you can grow here is grass and the only thing that grass is good for is for feeding cattle
1: i i saw a video the other day uh i think it was on tiktok or somewhere like that that uh that had these british teens they were obviously british and they were obviously teens and he's like, I, I think, think I we need to outlaw
0: <laughs> <Huh>? outlaw farming.
1: <laughs> yeah, we need to outlaw farming. It's the greatest risk to human success is so oh we need to out we just need to outlaw farming. You 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 realize that's that's what feeds us all, right? Like all the grains, like do you like bread? Do you like vegetables? Do you like fruit? Do you like like that all comes from farming? dipshit like they are so people are so removed from how economy and life works that they don't understand as they sip on their starbucks that like we need food there's a couple of things we need we need houses we need electricity we need food and we all need something to live on right this is true of anyone and what it takes to do that is called an economy. <laughs> uh, but but getting back to my point, like our economy, our global economy is breaking down and becoming less just in time and less global and becoming more uh, national-centric. Uh, so that's another thing along with the police and the uh, political uh, – uh, and the reduced uh, uh, consequences and the, the political infighting. You not know
0: what – you know nationalistic grade and economies in that nature tend to lead to you know the last time we did that it was like 1914 and then like mm-hmm. 1939
1: mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. oh yeah oh no absolutely i didn't say it was a good thing i said that's what's happening uh now let's let's tack on some healthy inflation to that
0: i mean i mean, I mean the, the last place that actually you know started a war over uh not having enough oil um they had two cities nuked uh there there was that Mm -hmm.
1: yep yep they sure did um this is this is not now add on to that inflation like i said and a political class that has Absolutely no consequences to any decision they make, as long as it is in in their favor, they will do and sell out anybody. Now, what do you think is going to happen when all that shit hits the fan after the elections? Because I am convinced that that's what the current administration is doing. They're holding off. I mean, it came out a little bit earlier that uh, you know the the Saudi Arabia was going to hike up oil. Uh, prices and the Biden administration's only response to that is, "Can you wait till after the elections?" Like <laughs> that was their only response. Like they didn't even give a shit. They're just like, "Hey, could you hold off until after the elections and then you can raise it as much as you want?" Like you know, we don't really give a shit. Um, just by Teslas, uh, all of that stuff is by the, like.
0: By, by the way, I was driving in Tesla Central, which is a very highly economic affluent area of uh, annapolis maryland uh today Mm, just mm, because mm. you drive a tesla does not mean you get to be a dick
1: sure it does they're better human beings don't you know that they're better in every way than the peasants that drive their petrol-powered cars they're a higher class of life form haven't you been informed (laughs) i mean seriously sir (laughs) know you nothing
0: I couldn't have been prouder the day that my daughter was driving somewhere and I was in the car with her and she screamed out at somebody just because you drive a fucking BMW doesn't mean you get to be like that.
1: Uh, have you seen those videos where those guys actually price out how much the electricity costs to charge their Tesla <laughs> and how yes. much more expensive it was to charge the motherfucker than it was? And that they – I love the the pictures of, of like uh, when they do those mobile Tesla charging stations and they power them by fucking diesel generators.
0: God, I love that. That just makes <laughs> – that, that makes me happy.
1: It's just like – you guys are seeing this, right? Or, or, you know, or, or the uh, the
0: the guy who runs out of electricity in his Tesla, and the guy who has to drive a diesel generator up to the car.
1: Oh, it's so fucking great. Um, in the California, you know, like Gavin Newsom, that human pile of dumpster fire, uh, was like, "Well, you should refrain from charging your electric cars." <laughs> it's like, really, dude. <laughs> Not the California, uh, like it's it's what we've come to expect from California. But really, dude,
0: there's there's a a young lady on TikTok who's done an entire series of videos of do they think we're stupid?
1: I I, I uh, clearly, yeah. I mean, they know no, they don't think so. They know we are as a as a as a nation, we 100 percent are because we're allowing it. We're just allowing it. Because we don't want to have the confrontation, and we don't want to smack people down, we are letting the the inmates run the asylum. I, it's that's, that's literally what it is, because there's enough of us that sit somewhere on one side or the other of the middle that we could all get together and figure out some kind of reasonable solution for this stuff and fix some – I won't say all, or I won't even say most – some – of our major issues right now, but the fact is, most of those people are middle-aged, or they have a home, or they have children, or they have jobs they don't want to lose, and they're just like, oh, for fuck's sake, let's. Uh, all right, I'll just, I'm just gonna, I'm just trying to get through this. That's what most of us are trying to do, and we will not stop to have the confrontation as a nation. And what that's going to do is allow anyone to do. Anything they feel like doing as long as they don't uh, break any laws publicly, unless you're in the capital class and then you can you can do whatever you want. You can break any law, but you can can commit genocide and it wouldn't matter.
0: Those of us who are Gen X want desperately to be able to do one thing, and it's the one thing that we absolutely positively can't do in today's society. What we really want to be able to do is to look at all of these people who are whining, complaining about how they feel about something and say, stop being a pussy, go do your fucking job. That's what we want to you know, do, but we can't.
1: You know, I, I, I was making this point earlier. You know, I remember being young and stupid, but I remember having my elders, all of them, didn't matter the generation or, or whatever, saying, look, you are going to have to invest a lot. If you want to get anywhere, you're going to have to invest a lot more sweat and a lot more time, and a lot more effort to get ahead than you thought you were. And the sooner you get to it, and the sooner you accept it, the better it's going to be for you. And I went about beating my head against a wall, against that particular brick wall, for about five to six years before I really got it in my head. You know what? I am going to have to buckle down. Nobody is going to give me anything, and it doesn't matter what kind of credentials I have. If I don't prove I'm useful to people and prove that I can be part of the team and, and make things better, um, it's not going to get any better for me, and I'm not going to get that that recognition immediately or maybe not even soon because you, you know it takes a long time for the wheel to turn. And on some point, it's not fair. Because you're asking some people to work harder than others. Uh, and I'm not talking about unpaid work. And I'm not talking about, you know, you know, dressing for the job you want or anything like that. I'm just saying you do eventually get out what you put in. Uh, and if you're not, you're not thinking smartly, right? You have made some bad decisions and some bad assumptions before this. If, if where you're going is not going anywhere, and you're just trying as hard as you can and it's not going anywhere you've made a mistake somewhere i've done i've done that i can't I, i've made more mistakes than i've had successes way more and not that i'm terribly successful or terribly anything but i understand i'm going to have to work for what i want i know people who are just starting out in school just starting out in their careers or whatever and have a very very different outlook on that and I'm not, you know, and boomers can't even relate to them. Like, the upper management class can't even relate to these people. They have no clue. Like you're saying, you know, like we were talking about, uh, I think this was before the cast. where We were talking about the cutie who, like, cr- curled up because he had to work a 40-hour work week at Starbucks. <laughs> yeah. And it was just too much for him,
0: you know. Um. And, and oh oh, and we forgot to throw in he'd been misgendered.
1: And... It's like, okay, um, I, I'm not saying people should just volunteer for unpaid work. Of course not. Of course not. Like, well, no, I, no, he's I understand. getting paid hourly. Right. He's getting paid hourly. But look, look, if nothing is going to come from you bitching and moaning about how hard it is, okay, everybody has it hard. It's not easy for anybody. And the people who it is easy for, somebody's paying their way for them. And okay. it is absolutely unfair and they absolutely have an advantage and it's never going to change you will there will always be people who are who are on easy mode
0: okay but at the same time if you can't function enough to run a cash register in a starbucks and deal with a few carats if that is too mentally stressful for you what else is there for you in life
1: well well, (laughs) what And this is what I was talking about, about you have made some incorrect decisions and or assumptions about how life works earlier to this breakdown, right? There have been some incorrect decisions and assumptions before this. Like if you're working and it's just not working out like that, you are either, A, perhaps you shouldn't be working with the public, right? Maybe if this is too much and too strenuous for you, maybe you should try something else. Uh, two, perhaps you should look back and see what's going on, okay, because I guarantee you the kid down the street who's got two jobs and still going to school and a mountain of debt and is just trying to make it and all that kind of stuff, and a 40-hour work week looks like vacation to him is not going to have – or her is not going to have any sympathy for you because – like. That what you're doing is it, there's always somebody who has it worse and always somebody who has it better. Shut the fuck up and try and figure it out. Uh, I I hate I hate it when they go on on social media and just cry for sympathy. Right. It, it's like, come on, you all serious. Really? That's where we are. But it is. That seems to be where we are. It seems to be the the mode that the the country is in is just like you know i do you know the the most requested job or the most um i guess aspired to job in America is right now if you're influencer. under if you're under thirty yep it's influencer you want to be some kind of influencer that's a job that's a job okay <laughs> They most ask anyone under 30. Ninety nine percent of them say they want to be an influencer. Their dream job is to be an influencer,
0: in which case. But you know what? At least 75 percent of them have to do in order to become an influencer. That's having the foggiest take their clothes off or have sex with a celebrity.
1: Oh, you mean yeah, the actual thing? I thought I thought you meant what they thought. <laughs> the actual, what they thought they had to do. No, I'm no, talking about is... what they
0: actually end up having to do. That's oh no, you look yeah, at most no. Of the, If you look at most of the very very popular influencers out there, and it's not all of them. I'm talking about probably seventy percent of them. Most of them have taken their clothes off, shown their boobs, uh, had sex with a celebrity, videotaped it, leaked it. That, that's yeah. how most people get to become influencers. hmm Oh no. Yeah. Absolutely. And there's a lot of people out there. Or doing at least that. had someone in their family who did all that for them. Right.
1: Um, all it takes is one. Sometimes, you know, right? the right influencer, uh, the right set of boobs. Uh, it, it's it's. But that's what it is, right? That's 99% of them want to be influencers. Uh, the right behind that is a YouTube star, and right behind that, like it's the we want to grow up to do nothing and be admired for it. That's the that's the mode. It's not basketball players, it's not astronauts, not any of the stuff that we grew up with when we were we were. I want to be a sports star. I want to be a rock, you know, a rock singer. I want to be, you know, the 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 pie in the sky stuff, right? That that the half of tenth of one percent actually get. None of that applies anymore. Influencer, number one job, right? And honestly, to be an influencer, I think you're right. You have to be kind of nefarious and notorious uh, to get that done correctly. And well,
0: what you need is a certain number of followers, which and, is and and there's a really only a few ways to acquire them.
1: Yeah, the formula is real small for that.
0: So, uh, and... and, and unfortunately, one of the first things that you that people are going to ask you if you're trying to develop followers and I, I am admitting this is unfortunate. I'm not telling you that this is a good thing. One of the first questions you get, especially if you're looking for male followers is what your OnlyFans account,
1: mm-hmm. uh, which is, which is why most influencers are also women because oh, yeah. women don't care about um, men taking their clothes off generally speaking, they get a lot of that uh, what you're what you're really getting is a a transitional time in history where we all don't need each other right You'll hear people say this all the time. Now, I don't need to be married. I don't need a wife. I don't need a husband. I don't need a boyfriend. I don't need a girlfriend. I don't need anybody. And you're 100% correct. Society has evolved to the point where we don't need each other to live anymore. Generally speaking, as long as the economy is going and as long as society can keep, uh, you know, stumbling blindly as we currently are, you really don't need anybody. Which Offers you a certain freedom of sorts because um, somebody like me or Jake, who are locked into, and and this may be because we are of a generation. It may be because we're uh, you know Gen X man. Um, I I don't know, but for well, us, we, we've we about look this. at that.
0: I'm sorry. What's I, that? And I'm sorry I interrupted you. But at the same time, what I was going to say was we've been taught that there is a script to our lives you get married you have a family and you provide for that family
1: we provide for our family and that's that's what we have we're we're supposed that's what we're supposed to do so we don't have the luxury of going off and throwing off the yoke of the man anymore uh we must make sure that our family is okay and that is what the government and the capital class and the corporations and all that stuff have always banked on. They won't buck the system because they need the paycheck. And what I think is hysterical is they've, they are trying desperately to get away from quote unquote va- families and marriages and children and all that kind of stuff. They're trying desperately to get re- to remove that. Because all of those people think a certain way and they don't necessarily want that anymore. But what they've moved to now is the permanently single uh, person who uh, is transient, has no, owns no land, owns no mortgage, has mountains of debt, gets paid nothing, and has no economic future. Now, what is that person? have to lose with chucking the system that they're well, currently working in.
0: The, the worst part about it is you've got a, a decent amount of them. You've, basically, you've just explained the whole mass violence, whether it be you want to call it a mass shooter or, or whatever it may be. You just described where they came from. Right. Because what you get is a point, too, of, uh, you know what? I don't want to be here anymore. There's nothing here for me. I'm going to take myself out, but I want to at least be notorious when I do it, so I'm going to take a bunch of people with me.
1: So, yeah, and you wonder why this trend is keeping going. You wonder why people don't care. Like, you've destroyed the script, and, and that's fine. You want to destroy the script, you want to rewrite values, What uh, whatever. Like, who the hell am I to tell you what, what people should live for? I don't fucking care. Like, well, whatever, okay? I made my choice. I, mean, I who am I to tell you how to make yours or how to live yours? I, I have no problem with that. I, I'm not saying we have to return to Christian values. In fact, far from it, okay? The, like, more damage has been done to the world uh, through hey, Christianity than any other religion.
0: Hey, if we go back to, quote-unquote, Christian values, you're going to be – well, actually, both of us are going to burn at the stake. Oh, for sure. You for your lifestyle <laughs> and me just for being born a Jew.
1: <laughs> yeah, for sure. Like, we're screwed. We're pre screwed, all right? But um, – Like, you you don't want to return to all that. That's fine. I'm actually in support of not returning to Christian values because I think it's bullshit anyway. However, what we've done is remove all the incentive, kept in place and added a few penalties, and then given them nothing to look forward to. Now, what do you think an entire generation raised like that is going to care? About the removal of a bunch of people. Who don't give a shit about them anyway. None at all. None at all. <laughs> as far as I can tell. None at all. So. Um, what what they realize. Is I think they realize. That the ship is taking on a little bit of water. At the, at the capital level. At the elite class. The leadership class. They realize that the ship is taking on a little bit. Of water on the bottom. And then what they did is they started a small deck fire on top, just to make (laughs) things interesting, to keep people looking away from the water that's coming in the bottom of the boat. I know what we'll do. We'll draw their attention to something else, right? So now you've got pressure from both ends. And they are sitting comfortably in the uh, VIP lounge going, well, I'm glad we solved that problem.
0: Holy shit. Well, we're hoping that the rest of us are going to be the musicians going, it was an honor playing with you. Yeah, exactly.
1: So, while the really rich people escape on the lifeboats.
0: So, um, I I really, (laughs) I cannot remember the name of it, but did you see the movie that uh, Leonardo DiCaprio did on Netflix about the end of the world? Yes, don't look up yes that's what yes but but the best part about it is when all the rich people finally manage to get off the planet and And then get eaten (laughs) (laughs) get eaten by a dinosaur it's it's like this isn't going to turn out well for anybody (laughs) i loved it Oh look it's it's a cute little dinosaur
1: fantastic it's fantastic uh that's
0: but I mean, somewhere, I, along, I, somewhere along the line, I, no one is going to enjoy that movie right now. But somewhere in the future, people are going to look back at that and go, that was genius.
1: It is. It's sort of like Idiocracy, like it which was I done, finally watched. It was it was done in jest. But when you look at it now, you're like, oh, my God, it's a window to the future. It literally is what's happening now.
0: Like, we are really going through that. You know, uh, when they were doing the trial at the beginning, I'm like, my God, it's our justice system. <laughs> it is, <laughs> you know, <laughs> I, I love,
1: I, I love that movie. I watch it all the time. Um, I, I, I just, and, and, and at the time I was just like, oh my God,
0: you know, like and, and the fact that the laziest military officer ever and a hooker are the two smartest people in the world. <laughs> Oh, it's so fantastic! Uh, I just—I I, would sleep with you. Well, how about if you give me three hundred dollars now, and you can come back tomorrow? Okay,
1: okay, <laughs> Doctor Lexus. Um, I. But President Camacho was my like <laughs> that, played to perfection by terry cruz we're going into recommendations now i guess but but <laughs> president camacho played by terry cruz was probably the best caricature i have ever seen <laughs> when he started riding his big-ass trike Flipping everybody off in the stars and Stripe, you know, like President Dwayne Alonzo Mountain Dew Camacho. A better name I could not have written myself.
0: Uh, see, I, um, I, I thought the best parody of a president ever was uh, the one in the, the guy in the fifth element. <laughs> Until I saw Terry Crews.
1: Until you saw Terry Crews play President Dwayne Alonzo Mountain Dew Camacho. Um with his big TikTok gold plate, you know, charger on his, on his neck. That was the badge of office. And, uh, you know, (laughs) like that, that will have like, we came close with Trump. Okay. That was close. (laughs) Like like, we, we saw like a, just a glimpse, just a glimpse of the future, you know, a caricature of a person, right? We came close, but that is, that is where we're headed, you know? And, and it's, like, you watch that shit and you're like, oh, that's funny, and then you realize, you look around and go, oh, shit. <laughs> he realized as he looked around that his mediocre intelligence made him the smartest man in the world. <laughs> that's where we're headed, okay? Uh, I truly believe that. Like, three generations from now, we'll be long dead and gone, and and they will be
0: Fuck you, Skype. <laughs> or well, actually, yeah, uh, <clears throat> that actually wasn't even Skype. That was uh, originally when you suddenly cut off. My first thought was, "Oh my God, the new kit Dallas before DC." <laughs> <laughs>
1: Nope. Uh, it's the weather is kind of knocking out the power. It went off twice since I uh, since I had called. So we I I don't know how long we've got. So we probably ought well, to get going. But well, well,
0: well, what we might as well just go ahead and do is uh, let let's just go ahead and move into our entertainment recommendations. Do you have anything for this week? Um. <sighs>
1: Yeah, I don't know what I've been watching to, to to come to think of it. I mean, I know I've been watching it, like I've been on a street food kick, so I was I've been watching street food Asia and just like that that kind of stuff, you know, because it's not political in any way, and I can't watch a lot of the uh, woke disasters on Amazon and shit. So I I, I don't know.
0: Uh, t- well, I'll go ahead and throw one out there then, and then and then we'll call it a night just before the uh, as I said, the new kids Dallas before DC. Um, right on. What I started watching, uh, via hearing a recommendation on a different podcast, was a show on AMC called This Is Going to Hurt. And, oh, okay. And what it is is it's a m- very, very dry medical comedy that takes place in London, and it is from the BBC. So if you really want to think that uh, being part of the – british nih national institution of health is going to be so much better than what we deal with here in the united states please watch this show and you'll realize that they're just as fucked up as we are
1: that is encouraging news (laughs) Uh, look did they just have their last prime minister like recalled or resign or something like that after like a couple like a month or two or something
0: yes basically Everything, like yeah. like literally everything they they tried in dominoes just failed right in a row. And they wow. just kind of went, fuck it, it didn't work. <laughs> <laughs> well, that, But that's the thing about a parliamentary system. We are stuck with Biden until 2024, uh, and then we may be stuck with him again until 2028. Uh, you, when you have a parliamentary system and it's a prime minister, they can go at any point in time.
1: Yeah, It could be every other month, you know. <laughs> Like as long as it takes them to eject one, it you could get another one. You know, it's it it's that's part of the issue with that. You know,
0: but so, uh, look, I have agreed with people saying that the American healthcare system is broken for a long time. I will not disagree with that statement. But the idea of just looking at the government and saying "fix it for us" isn't the answer. <laughs>
1: You know, you want to talk conspiracy theories like that. That is my conspiracy theory that the reason it's getting so bad is because, you know, like you want to talk deep state stuff. I think they honestly really don't want to pay for old people and they really do want us to live shorter lives. So we get off the 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 benefit uh, uh, train for social security a lot faster i really do think they're trying to kill us
0: quicker <laughs> that was one of the conspiracy arguments with regards to covid concerning the fact that it primarily kills off old people
1: yeah i mean it was it was it was a it was a conspiracy theory related to covid i don't know how true it was or not i think it was just more lazy than anything else and inept Uh, but uh, it was definitely one of those theories. Because if you look at the actual numbers, like most of the people who died, like it was, it was like a lot of nursing homes.
0: Well, considering the fact that we know that this coming week is going to be a dumpster fire, and so that we have something else to enjoy talking about next weekend, I'm gonna give you and our listeners a challenge. I want to hear conspiracy theories. Bring up some of your best conspiracy. They don't have to be rational. They don't have to be accurate. Anything of that nature, just throw them out there. Um, Gentlemen's soapbox at gmail.com. Please send me your favorite conspiracy theories. Sean, I want a couple of them from you next week. We'll okay. d- that, that's what okay. we'll do next I... week versus just di- because if not, what we're going to do is spend another week diving into the dumpster fire that was the election.
1: Oh God, yeah. So no, so it's, let's let's it's have some funny. fun
0: with something. Let's even if you have a conspiracy theory with regards to the election that's, that's going to have happened, and by the time you, the, the week ends, you've got a this conspiracy theory about that. Please do. Uh, let's have some fun with this one. Yepix, I'm looking at you. <laughs> I know you've got some.
1: Oh yeah. No, I think everybody's got a couple. Of those. Yeah. Like
0: you know. <laughs> But but through, I, I the the more ridiculous the better please please
1: uh, you asked for it <laughs> <laughs> you know I have some
0: oh I know <laughs> so uh, hey uh, I I've been spending far too much time watching uh, Ancient Aliens so you know hey
1: that is fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> that is fantastic in every way. I want to hear some of those from you too.
0: Well, I, see, but see, it's it's one of those shows it's it's really funny because I, I the the first couple of seasons you watch and it's kinda like, Wow, that could actually be remotely plausible. Then you get to some of the later seasons when they've used up all of the actual Worthwhile stuff and it's kinda like, Ooh, I think you're reaching on that one just a tad
1: <laughs> and they're listening to the radio waves made by your feet. And, you know, you're like
0: yeah, you, you, you went what? from you had me to uh, dude take the tinfoil hat off.
1: Yeah, like I don't think that's a thing, dude. <laughs> <You know? laughs> I I did, I did love the uh, the the COVID uh, alien like tran- the COVID transmitters and the vaccine. Oh, oh uh yeah. but they're they're all listening to us now because of the everyone who got the vaccine they have a a chip in you and i'm like they can't even keep a fucking cell phone working for a while like no (laughs) not buying it it runs off of bioelectricity if they had that kind of shit you think we'd be dealing with night you know lithium ion batteries like no i don't think so
0: (laughs) well as i said send us your conspiracy theories we'd love to hear them and we'll see absolutely and we'll see you next week Yo, Lombo, folks, back to coming.